And I'm Jen Northington. And this is Tar Valiner Bust, a Wheel of Time podcast. We are rereading all the books, talking about our favorite and not so favorite moments and digging into all things Wheel of Time. And this is our discussion of episode five in season two of the Wheel of Time TV show. It is called Damane and it is written by Rohit Kumar. Who pretty kind of knows? Yeah. Should I not say that? No, I think we should. I think we should. Um, I know Rohit from working on another thing together, which I I didn't realize Rohit was in. When I say no, I mean, we have worked together on a one thing like a year ago. Um, I didn't know he was in the writer's room for this. And luckily, (laughs) (laughs) I do like what is happening. (laughs) I was like, oh, this would be very awkward if I didn't. Well, speaking of writers' rooms, a reminder that these are all being recorded during the WGA and SAG AFTRA strikes of 2023. So we will not be posting them until the union strikes are over and they get their fair deal. Yep. That's all I have to say. That's all I got. All right. (laughs) Episode five. thought it was significant that the recap was very white cloaks and ways centric uh it's funny I skipped the recap but you were right (laughs) I just let it play I just hit play and I let it go um except for the 15 times I paused one of these episodes to try to figure out which fucking Aes Sedai was in this one shot and it wouldn't show me her name for the longest time. Who are you? Who are you? Am I supposed to know you? Who are you? Um, I'm now using that x-rays feature because like why it's there. Why not? Um, All right. So anyway, we are on a Shanshan ship. Yes. When the open starts um, outside of Falm. I was like, I think it's Falm. It was Falm. It's Falm. Um, The music here is like reminding me of something extremely specific but I can't think of what it is and it's driving me bananas like it's like that haunting music with that sort of ethereal Mm -hmm. uh femme sounding voice like I can't get a handle on what it is and it is killing me I will say that after hearing them say Damane now I'm like is is she just saying Damane. She might, over yeah, probably, probably. Like, it's a little on the nose, y'all. Oh, like yeah. a little on the nose. I'm gonna have my sister listen to it because I think maybe she'll get it. And oh, there's okay. just like something yeah. on the edge of my brain and it's driving me bananas. Yeah, uh, fair enough. So if, if by the time we post this episode <laughs> and I have not figured out what it is, somebody, anybody. Somebody will tell you. <laughs> um, okay, so Surath is walking through this square uh, next to Ishmael. This was in all of the teaser trailers. Yes. And I was like, what the fuck? Well, now is- we know. Now we know. <laughs> so um, Loyal and Inktar are behind mm-hmm. all like like Inktar has like hella guy liner on loyal well I do want to okay tell me I do want to talk about the eye makeup of the sunshine because it is very specific Mm. (laughs) at some point it's such like they have these like heavy smoky eyes like all of them in this very very funny way yeah they're just like give the sunshine a smoky eye big on this it's like a project runway like what's what's the makeup you're gonna do okay everybody's gonna have side shaves and smoky eye this is the l'oreal studio l'oreal studio (laughs) (laughs) i'm saving saving that for the next um project runway jordan con yeah Maybe we can have a smoky eye station, except I don't want anybody to cosplay a Shanshan. No, don't cosplay the Shanshan. But it was like seriously cracking me up. (laughs) I laughed really hard a couple of times, not for like necessarily good reasons, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, Okay. So, yes. So it's like a procession, and they're walking up to the guy who turns out to be High Lord Turok and who I thought was Samael Mm -hmm. in the previews because he has all the facial like scarf. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But now that we've seen more of the Shanshan, I realize it's ritual scarification. Yeah. I just didn't know that that was like a thing that they were going to do. But Anyway, so Tyler Durak and Surat gets fucking told off. Ooh, this was great though. I will say, I like as much as I was so anxious about how they were going to present the sunshine, but I think they're doing a good job of presenting this piece that exists canonically in the books, but doing it in a way that it doesn't feel like it's echoing 
anything or trying to repurpose any actual real life historical events. Right, it's not events. allegory. You, exactly. Yeah. Which I think is good. Because yes. they don't all even have Southern accents. I noticed no. they all just have American accents. Yeah. It's a variety of American accents. Yeah, so it's it's interesting. And um, I'm also glad that this episode came right after we recorded our last Winter's Heart episode, oh, yes. <laughs> which was chapters 19 through 23 I think and 24 of yeah. 24 which is where we are in the real world yes um because I was like oh right I re- and now I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't line up surprisingly well right yeah you were like who the fuck is Turok I was like I do not remember who Lord Turok is I don't know him <laughs> I know. who who uh, so yes, so Surath has been has disobeyed orders. She attacked this far off village, which like we know was like you know Ishmael's bidding, but she mm-hmm. can't just say that. Um, and they like are like giving each other glances, and she's like, "Are you gonna attack this guy for me or what?" And he's like, "Nope, nope. do what he wants you to do." Um, so she has to kneel down, and her nails get chopped. Oh, off. it's so Ooh. gross, and the sound. I gotta say, Ooh. shout out to the sound production yes. of this show because it is brutal. <laughs> And awful in the best way where yes. I'm just constantly like, oh, it feels really real. It it's feels really very convincing. real. Yeah. Um, but we're already seeing the Surath versus Turok mm-hmm. situation. Dynamic. Yeah. Which I don't remember how heavy that played in the second book, but I feel like yeah. not that heavy. No, I, I'm like, sure, that scans, but I don't have specific memories. Exactly. Of it. So, and I actually, I mean, I was very concerned. I'm like, what the fuck is Ishmael doing with the Shanshan? But it's but great. It's, it starts to come clear and it makes right? so much sense. Actually. It's so yeah. smart it's the good. way they've yeah. like pulled the Forsaken into yeah. the political aspects yes. and the like world aspects of what's going right. on. So instead it doesn't... of them having like them being on the sidelines, like kind of dicking around, but not yeah. having any like yeah. actual long term, like strategic plans. Mm-hmm. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, Ishmael clearly has, like, an and, intense plan. Oh, I just thought, you know what's great? What? Is this is going to actually track really well when eventually, depending upon how the show does it, obviously, yeah. but Robin in uh, Camlin and oh, yes. Kyle in Tyr mm-hmm. is going to work really, really well. Or Ilian. Ilian. Sorry, Ilian. Yeah. Who's in Tyr? Somebody's in Tyr. I can't remember. But I don't remember. Um, but regardless, the High yeah. Lord something or yeah, the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, regardless, having the Forsaken, which we know in the books, play a part yeah. in the politics, right. setting it up so Ishmael is involved early mm-hmm. in these like big political pieces yes. is really actually extremely smart. You're right. You're right. Because it, it tracks book wise. Right. Too. And it sets it up for everybody mm-hmm. else to do the same thing. Oh, and it's you don't good. have to explain it. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, all right. So her nails get chopped off. It's really like unnerving. Um, and then Ishmael has Pat and Fane present the whole Again, shout out to the actor who plays Pat and Fane, oh, though. He is like a split second he's on like screen. He's like whistling Ooh. and like, oh, he makes my skin crawl. He's I know. So good. He's, he's so, so good. good. He's so good. Yeah. What is his name now? I'm going to double check. This. Um, And Turok is like so oh. psyched. Johan Myers. Johan Myers, right. Um, Turok is super psyched to get the Horn of Valir. And it's this great way to hook TV watchers in, Mm -hmm. I think. Because he says, with this, the whole world will be ours. And so it sets up this, like, anticipation of, like, what's in the box? What's in the box? (laughs) Yeah, totally. Um, And, like, it's also, like, he collects ancient things. So he, like, Mm -hmm. does this whole fancy, like, opening of the box. And it, like, all, yeah, it all tracks really well. Oh, it's so good. It's good. And then we get the title card. Yep. And then we're, like, running with random And this is again <laughs> such good sound production because yes. it cuts to like Rand is like, what's happening? And like Moiraine's like, we've got to get out of here. <laughs> and it cuts to Lanfear in the cabin and yes. the sound of her oh. sort of like coming back together from where Moiraine oh, has stabbed her and sl- split her throat. And she like puts her fingers into Ooh. the wound. And, oh, <laughs> there's a lot of so like squelching noise. Yeah. My note literally just says gross. Um, and then we get black flecks in the eyes. Yeah. They're introducing super yeah. early. And her great. power that she's channeling is black. Mm-hmm. So like that has to be the one that the, like, the dark true Lord, source, the true whatever, source, whatever they call stuff. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like not the regular or Satan it's like the Dark Lord stuff I gotta say being able to write this series and adapt it having all of the information at your fingertips so much easier (laughs) so much easier because you can put stuff where it needs to be Mm. I actually don't think we're gonna get portal stones I don't either 
Right? I don't think yeah, we're no, going to get them. I think you don't need them. You don't, you need, don't them. need them. I think they'll introduce traveling much earlier. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, For Rand, so that yes. if he needs to travel, that's how they'll right. do it. I don't think we're going to get well, portal will probably teach him that, actually, I bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But you're right. I don't think we're going to get And, you know, portal stones are cool, but we don't need them. We, we haven't seen them, need them in the books in yeah, I don't in, even oh, know how long. I mean, since like book two, I think. Yeah. So, so meh. Uh, uh, right. Okay. So she like heals herself back together and goes after them. Um, they have come to this, uh, like, you know, outposty farm place and are like about to steal the horses when the owner's like, Hey, <laughs> I know the stable master is like, not on the go. And so Moiraine like bullies the owner, uh, as she is so good at doing into giving them the horses. Um, Oh, this was brutal though. And I know then she draws Rand's sword and kills the additional horse. But it's, it's like, so, you know, she says like, can't give her a horse to follow us. Right. And it's showing, I mean, I think what's great with Moiraine in this show is how she's consistent. Yeah. Like there's it's never she, she will a do moment, anything. right? There's never a moment where she gives any point of sacrifice mm-hmm. for anything that isn't in service of making sure Rand <laughs> makes it to the last That's battle. Right. Like that That's is right. it. And it is the energy required of yes. what Tarman Gaiden is. Yes. So, mm hmm. So Lanfear, of course, approves. She like gets to the stable and she's like, well, oh, that was what I would have no. done. <laughs> you know what it was? It's so funny. I wasn't sold on her as Lanfear oh. while she was Celine until no, the moment no. she says clever. It's yes. literally the delivery of that yeah. line. I was like, oh my God, you're amazing. <laughs> it's true. She really was doing the Celine thing. Yeah. And now we see her bringing the Lanfear energy. And there's an interesting choice actually that they made also about this that we'll talk about mm-hmm. in a little bit. But so then this guy, poor guy, rides by on a horse and is like, do you need help? And, and she's, she's like, Whoa. so he she asks where the road leads. He says to Tarvalin, and she's like, cool, cool. Um, you know, yeah, I'll take your horse and like blows his head up. And it's, it's gold wild. channeling this time. Yeah. So again, significant. Mm-hmm. So we're being told that like Satan and Sadar cannot heal death, but the black power stuff yeah. can. Visually, we're being told that. Mm-hmm. And then she has this line, of course, as she walks up to the horse, is like the a horse. Is there anything slower than a horse? Which is a great <laughs> nod to me. like what they've lost in the mm-hmm. last 3,000 years. Yeah. Hover cars are not available. Sorry, uh-uh. lady. Gotta ride your horse. That's right. Gotta ride a horse. Although you would think, but I guess she doesn't want to miss them. So she can't travel. Why? I know. I, yeah, I was, was just like, going to ask. Like, but yeah, she has to, right. She has to use regular so that she doesn't miss them. Miss them. Or at least at this point, she's trying to actively find them in the waking world. So she has to mm-hmm. do it the old school way. Uh, all right. So then we're at Perrin and Elias who are walking and talking. I died over Elias's I miss beer. <laughs> I don't know why they're doing this whole like when you're a wolf, you can't eat or drink things that people do. And I'm like, wolves can though. Yeah, you what? could. Like you are not you vampires. Just, you're like a human. You could have beer. Like it's, you could. Was, I don't like, get Perrin it. Probably <laughs> we see Perrin drinking beer. Like he can still well, have the, beer. I think the implication is once he goes over fully to like wear a lot. Like, right? I actually thought the implication was more along the lines of Elias just doesn't spend any time in human civilization. But he could drink beer even if he wasn't with people. It's true. So, yeah, it's a good question. It's a good question. Like, is the wolf brother progression that eventually you are, like, basically the wolf version of a vampire and you don't have, you only eat what wolves eat? I think so, because that was the implication when he has, like, raw meat in the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just... He just, he's like, oh, I I like it because I'm part wolf, but that doesn't mean I can't have beer. Do you know what I mean? It's like, liking your meat raw is not the same as I cannot eat it any other way. I think it's the two together. The two together, I think, imply that... That's fair. You can't anymore, but I don't love that choice, honestly. I don't either. I think it's weird. It seems unnecessary. <laughs> I don't okay. get it. So they're uh, back at a Tuin's mill, and Perrin is so pissed off. He's like, You've had me walking in circles. Like, this is not where my friends are. Um, and Elias is like, None of them are your pack. Like, none of them are your well, pack. Well, he says the way he says it is, they're not your pack. Neither are the humans from the two rivers. Yes. Neither was your wife. Oh! Which Perrin was like brutal nope yeah not okay Uh uh-huh I'm leaving Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then all of the wolves come running up 
Uh, and he's like, okay, sorry, like didn't mean to threaten there, but also I'm going to go find my friend. Yeah. I'm going like, okay, we won't fight, but I'm going, mm-hmm. I'm going. Um, and then of course we have yet another, you can't run from what you are. You can't hide from what right. you are. Like they're like really hammering this line in. Um, right. So then we're back on the mountain near Kinslayer's Dagger. Lanfear is galloping by using the power as a whip. Um, and then Moiraine and Rand like come out from behind the tree where she like just rode by. They're being so sneaky. Uh, and then Rand is like I knew you'd be back like tell me the truth um and then we get this whole like well you released Ishmael the Forsaken are around this is what's happening and if they all get out there's no chance we're gonna win chance we're gonna win (gasps) so stress so stressful I like how they're doing this this Moiraine Rand land fear situation I was Mm -hmm. not like a hundred percent positive but I think it is giving them really interesting character moments and yeah. it is moving the plot right I agree. along. Right along. I agree. So. I'm still about the power stuff. I'm still yeah, confused I because too. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm a little I confused by it. I still don't understand exactly what's going on with like the border bond thing yeah. and like a couple other things. And we'll get to a point in this episode where I'm like, wait a minute, what? So anyway, okay. Um, all right, so we're back to Perrin. He's walking along the water. And then Hopper, Hopper comes. Hopper. It's like and Perrin's lassie adventure. Yes, it it's is. Cute. It is. And he's like trying to lead Perrin like back the other way. Um, because he's like, Look, I found your friend. And they oh. and, and it's Uno, it's which Uno. Perrin is like, they didn't even bury him. He's my note here. <laughs> my note here is that Hopper is my new favorite character. I mean, obviously. I love Hopper. I love Hopper. Um, um but it convinces Perrin to go back and then and yes, then yes, yes. My note is Avienda with like 14 yeah. A's. Yes. Keyboard smash. Yeah. So they're giving Avienda's Gauls intro. Yes. That's which what is I was great. Thinking. Yes. There's, she is not meeting the girls first. Cause in the books, I was trying to remember, she meets the girls when they're on the run from the Shanchen yeah. outside of Falm. And she yeah. meets she, Avienda's with Bane and Shiad. Yeah. And then when like Perrin and Gaul, they all meet up together. That's but this that. way. But this way, Avienda. Gets, I love it. Oh, it's so I love cool. It. It's really interesting. It's really interesting. I wonder what that's going to do to the Avienda, Elaine, et cetera, dynamic. Like, I I'm think it's interested can, to see. Yeah. I think it can still, I think Avienda can still yeah. have her like closeness with totally. um, Egwene, especially. Egwene, but I yeah. I love that there's going to be this like bromance mm-hmm. between her and Perrin. I, I think the it's two awesome. of them together are fantastic. So good. To get to that. Um, so yeah, so Perrin is about to like smash a lock and she's like, uh, it's going to be loud. You don't want them to hear you. And then this bro comes up. <sighs> And is like, hey, don't touch her cage. Like, she'll rip your arm off. You can't trust an aisle. Um, and my split- note is all caps. Who is this blonde dude? Well, for a split second, I was like, is it the truth seeker? Oh, the blonde truth seeker from, from the Winter's Heart. Yeah, yeah right. but then he's like, he calls them the strangers. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's not it's not him. Um, and then I- immediately we find out. Well, well yeah. it's through the subtitles. It Yay. tells us who he is. Wait for a second, though. So. This is, I have a small problem with this okay. interaction. So he and Perrin are talking and uh-huh. he's like, there's a curfew. You have to stay the night. And he's like explaining like, you know, the white cloaks, you know, or excuse me, he's, he's, uh, he didn't get to that yet, but he's, he's also then saying like the strangers are gone, but like, you still have to, there's this curfew. You have to stay here. Okay. Um, and then he like glances at Perrin's ring and is like, oh, that's Two Rivers work. You're on the wrong side of the mountain. And I'm he like immediately is like, this is a guy from Two Rivers. And I'm like, wait a minute. Just because he has a ring that's from yeah, Two Rivers, like he that was that a little anywhere. like I just feel like it was too. And then he continually calls Perrin Two Rivers because There's... Perrin doesn't give his name. And I just am like, dude, I was less concerned. Like it's a little easy, but also I was like, yeah. you. You likely have so much to because these episodes are long, by the way. They're like an over an hour. Yeah. So I I can see where you're if you're looking for like anywhere that you can cut seconds off Mm. of a screen play. Right. My guess is they're just like, this is how we have to do it. Yeah. Fair enough. You know, because it's like, do I need to take 15 extra seconds to have them have an interaction to explain, or can I just get it done with one line? Fair enough. Fair enough. Fine. 
So that didn't really bug me. Um, But we do find out. I found out through the subtitles that it's that it's Dane Bornhold. (laughs) Right. So there's this like dog who comes out who's so cute. Side note. Um, Lady. And then then parents see somebody walking in the other direction in white and asks for a room. And then then he's like, oh, that white is under (laughs) this guy's brown cloak. Uh, And then we find out, yeah, the white cloaks pushed the shanshan out a couple days ago um the innkeeper is like we were better off before than under the fucking white cloaks uh which is what we've been told in the books right yes. the sanchan come in and as long as you swear they're like go on with your shit we don't or really as long care. as you can't channel right as or, long as you can't or, channel or, 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 but for like, like the average yes people the average the books, citizen yeah what yes. the books tell us is that they yeah. don't they really don't care too much to you yeah uh so Perrin and Dane have this whole like chat. Um, and then he sees Avonfalda coming. Well, right? he he goes inside yes. and then overhears Valda's voice. Yes. Yes. And yes, it's yes, terrifying because yes. you're just like, my note is like, Valda, oh no. Yes, yes, same. Exactly. It immediately ups the tension up because Valda knows who Perrin is. Yes. Yes. So, so, cause Perrin, that's what I meant by, they have this whole chat, but I wasn't specific. They're like sitting at this table, like drinking and talking yeah. to each other. And then, yeah, he hears Valda's voice. He's like, ah, I'm going to go take that room now. And like runs upstairs. Yeah. And then Eamon Valda is like, who was that? And like wants Avienda and Bornhold is like, there's no wolves here. Like you, there's nothing for you here. Um, but there's this line that I loved because it was such like a book moment of just like the, way people have bad misconceptions and let those misconceptions fuel all of the stupid actions they take because Valda is like, do you think it's a coincidence that the Isle are here so far away from the spine of the world and these Sanshan are coming in? Do you think that's a coincidence? (laughs) As if they're like in a league together? Right, right, right. And you're like, yeah. yeah. Well, not exactly. It's not like, but like, it's it's Taverin, but it's not like some big, they don't have a plot, secret plot. Right. But that felt like so wonderfully booked to me. (laughs) Totally. Because you're like, uh, buddy, there's nothing going on there. So yeah, the parent is just like, oh, fucking shit. Like, this is very, like, I gotta go. I gotta go. Oh, back uh, to Lanfear. Back to Lanfear, oh. who like, oh, this is brutal. Yeah. Um, runs into the stable master, who Moiraine Lanfear is like, who? She is rough. She used you as bait. Mm-hmm. Um, and the stable master is like, yeah, she just told me to like rush the horses. Like, mm-hmm. I won't say anything. Um, and Lanfear says like eventually they'll have to sleep, won't they? Then I'll have them, mm-hmm. which is like to me clearly a Teleran yes. Riode reference. Yes. Uh, and then she does something brutal to the stable master yeah. by like stitching her mouth together with the power, with the power. Awful. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. And then we switch to, uh, Varen. A, a, right. A cloaked figure riding into the city and we figure out pretty quickly. It's Varen riding into Tarvalin mm-hmm. and she goes and she, t- she like finds two of her brown Aja sisters. It's actually so cute. It's really adorable. They're so, they're so happy to see each other and they're like having all these nerd joke moments. And they're like, tell me everything. Tell me everything. What's going on? Uh, I will say one of them is the actress who played Cho Chang in is that why I know her face? Immediately. I was like, girls, you, yes. She was one of the I said I who I was trying to figure out her name. Yasika. 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 Yeah. And she is not listed on my, here we go. All casting crew. I found her. Um, doot, doot, doot. Katie Lung. Yeah. Katie Lung. Yeah, I know it starts with a K. Yes. So that was exciting to see. Agree. Uh, Right. So they're having like a cute moment and the Varen's like, by the way, I hear we have some very new and powerful novices. You're like, but they're not there. But they're not here. And then we switch to Nynaeve. Uh, Yeah. Are they're all and all the other girls? They're unconscious by a fire in the ways, which in the I ways one hundred percent forgotten about. Side note: Did they that use she the took ways? them through the ways? She did, right? She did in take the books? them through the ways. I also yeah. forgot about that, but yeah. it makes sense. It does. Um, because we also haven't seen the ways in a while oh, in the yeah. books. Right. Since since introducing traveling, it was right. like, we don't need this. Well, and also like Rand goes on this whole mission to close all of them. Right, like, right, 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 and right, right, right. mission for a right, while. Right, like, right, right. Close all the ways. So anyway. Um, yeah, so she Nynaeve is like bound, like whatever. And you hear Leandrin like, You're shielded and bound. I'd warn you not to try anything, but and then Nynaeve immediately is like struggling, <laughs> which I love. 
Yeah. Yeah. This is, I am tired of Leandra. Mm -hmm. I think we are spending too much time with her. Mm -hmm. And I don't love that they're tying all of her anger up in misandry. Yeah. Like everything is back Mm -hmm. to that, which is a little, like, it feels a little simplistic. I agree. From where otherwise the show has been pretty complex yeah, and nuanced. nuanced. Yep. So it's surprising well, that they keep coming coming back to that point with her. I wonder, I guess it's striking because we don't really see anybody else dealing with what she's been through in a different way. Because I was going to say like that. Yeah, how you that's make a good point. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because she could, there are women, like this is like a very like turf sort of viewpoint too. Um, And like, it's very consistent with the Red Aja who are like yes. anti-male. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's yeah. all of these pieces to it, but I agree that because it's so pronounced with her and because we don't see anybody else struggling mm-hmm. with the same things, but like coming to it from a, a different, different place yeah, 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 and yeah. like coming to different conclusions about it, then yes, I agree. It simplifies the misandry pretty extensively. Yeah, and it's just maybe even if they weren't focusing so much on her. No, I agree. She's getting so much screen time. I really do think they are blending Leandrin and Aleda. I don't think there's going to be a lead. I agree. I I think it's really just going to be Leandrin. Um, But anyway, uh, they have this like very like no duh Nynaeve conversation. Nynaeve's like, you weren't recruiting me for the Red Aja, were you? Like you were recruiting me for the Black Aja. And then we have this whole discussion of like every woman has her price. And And Nynaeve's like, was it worth it? Mm -hmm. Was it worth the price? And then it cuts. Yeah. Oh, and then we're back to the Shanshan. Uh, Ishmael is going to see Surath. He sends Alwyn, the speaker, out. Um, Surath is unveiled and does not put on a veil again for a while, which I think mm-hmm. is probably related to the punishment situation. Um, and then Ishmael is like, You fucked up. You don't know anything. What are you doing? And this is our confirmation here that she's a dark friend yes. and that. Ishmael, I don't remember in the books, and this may be a spoiler for us for reading the books, but it also maybe they changed it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, um, it because say Leandrin is Aleda and Leandrin blended, right? Aleda is not a dark friend. That's right. So maybe they've changed this for whatever reason, which I would mm. be fine with. Um, so I don't think it really spoils anything for us in the books in terms of like the show has made enough changes that I yeah. can't. Right, you mean Surath being a dark friend. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, because I don't remember that from the books either. We may just not have gotten there yet, or I maybe just forgot because or maybe it just won't thousands happen. of pages, or it doesn't happen. Yeah, who knows? But um, but yeah. But that yeah, so then Ishmael is like, Well, I have like, you know, regardless of you being a crappy ally, I have a gift for you. It should be here shortly. And he's clearly referring to the girls. Um, but also I think what's important here is that. He is he I love this part where he's talking about how the last battle will be won right here in Balm mm. in the skies above the city, which we yes. know yes. how that goes. But I love it because it's showing us who thus far the show has done it like Wheel of Time is the show has done a really good job of making the Forsaken scarier and bigger mm-hmm. and sort of like more pointed as a foe yes. than the books do sometimes. Yeah. Um, but this is a point of fallibility, which I appreciate because they need it. Like the Forsaken can't just be all the time correct about everything. Yes. So this is going to be a point where we see what eventually what will come of uh, Ishmael's Mm -hmm. hubris. His plans. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so Perrin is at the inn sneaking out so loudly. Like, he is, like, <laughs> triggering every creaky board. I was like, Listen, you're the he's not good at speaker. it. He's you're so a terrible seeker. He's, he's, he's just a boy. I know, I love him. Um, <laughs> all right, so he's headed back. I like season two Perrin much better than yes. I like season one Perrin. Side note. I agree. Season one Perrin just did nothing but whine. Season yeah. two Perrin is actually getting to do things, which I super yes. appreciate. And it's great. It's great. So he is headed back past the cages and he gets Avienda out and Ugh. he's like, do I have to carry you? Like, you know, and I'm just sitting there laughing. Like, this is one of the if. good laugh moments. And actually there's an even better moment coming. That In a second. But-, um, but yeah, so, so he like gets her basically out of the cage. Uh, they have these formal introductions with their full names and like Perrin kind of like, you know, fumbles it. It's very endearing. And Avienda swears her water oath to Perrin. Woo! 
and then the white cloaks. Surrender. Well, I do want to mention really quickly. Yeah. I am obsessed with uh, Avienda and yes. her delivery on every line yeah. is so, so good. Ayula's smart. She's amazing. She is genuinely, I think like, there's so much that I don't even know how to say it. There's, she's just like <laughs> magnetic. Yeah. Right, so, like yeah, just, she has it. She, she has, has that it. wow factor. What, whatever yeah. it is, yes. she has. <laughs> yes, yeah, she like exerts a gravitational pull on screen. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's. I'm like, I just want awesome. like a million scenes with you because yes, like I could watch you do anything. Apparently, well, and her and Perrin are a good combo because yes. he is sort of like clunky to like to refer to him sle- sneaking around. Like that's his character. He's a little mm-hmm. bit of a clunky character, and she and, is like Avian does not so smooth. It's a great it's a great contrast for the two of them in a way that doesn't make Perrin look dumb it just compliments yes. like it gives him room yeah, to yeah, like yeah, yeah. be the clunky one and she's the smooth one in a really nice way even when she's like why like why are you re- like yes. opening my case like why yes. are you letting me out essentially and there's this like awkwardness mm-hmm. to him as he said as he just sort of like is like people shouldn't be in cages yes, yes. And yeah, even both of them, it's the perfect. delivery is just like perfect. I agree. I agree. This is the parent I love. The parent we get so rarely in the books, but this is the yes. parent I love. And here's that other big laugh, I yeah. think. I think I know. <laughs> oh my God. So the white cloaks surround them and Dane Bornhold is like, dude, I told you not to help her. Um, and Perrin like does the protector thing and like goes in front of Avian and like puts his arm out and Avian just starts cracking. She laughs. Out. It's this perfect little giggle <laughs> that comes out of her. And then she goes, Perrin Ibarra, do you like to dance? Yes, and this and is she, when I was like, I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> she steps in front of him. She veils herself. Ooh. I got chills thinking back on it. It was it's such so a perfect good. moment. And, and then, then the you fighting? hear like wolves howling in the background and Dane starts walking in with his axe. Again, excellent Excellent fight choreography. All of it. I'm like obsessed with every people who like is involved. Every people who is all the people who are involved <laughs> in the fight choreography. It's I love so it. good. It's so, so good. it's like it is. It feels like yeah. dancing yeah. in this really beautiful way. Like there's no and and it's a nice sort of like uh, counter to what we're gonna see mm-hmm. later um, with some other characters, yeah. but like the way every like the way Avienda moves mm-hmm. through these people is truly it feels like dancing and it's, it's so like smooth. beautiful to watch yeah. even as she's like breaking it's arms. deadly as shit yeah <laughs> I kept wincing I'd be like oh yeah <laughs> that hurt um so she they and and Perrin is fighting too and it's yeah. fun because you get to see their two very different yeah styles, yeah yeah yeah, right? yeah. Um, and at the very end, she's got Dane on the ground. She's about to kill him with his axe. And me, I'm, of course, I'm like, kill him, kill him. I know when parent, when parent stops, I'm like, no, don't save him. He's going to be so annoying. Idiot. And he's going to be the most annoying parent. Parent's eyes are glowing, but he's like, he gave you water. He helped us. And she's like, like, oh, fine. I gave you my water oath. I guess I have to do what you said. And Dane is like, what are you? And then they leave. Yeah. So. Huh. And now yeah, we're back the with perfect Avienda introduction. Genuinely, like that scene is so outstanding. Yeah, and I'm not even mad about how, like it not being Gaul. No, same. You know, like same. it's. I think it's like a perfect way to bring her into the story of like mm-hmm. again, we're taking 14 books or whatever That's and right. putting them down into eight episodes eight seasons mm-hmm. which is not a lot and so they have to create these amalgamations of cre- characters yes. of like you know I, I it's like an adaptation mm-hmm. I get it yeah. and I'm a hundred percent okay with it I think yeah. it's great no I again the choices they're making are really interesting and make sense for the most part um with what they're doing and make it exciting for us yes. for those of us who have yes. read the book yeah you're like oh what are they gonna do different right like, this is so interesting what does it's that so mean cool x y and z like exactly. gives you a lot to think about yeah Ooh, it's so good it's good <laughs> she's like literally waving her arm I'm flailing <laughs> I'm I'm like Muppet arm flailing <laughs> all right so then we're back to Moiraine and Rand walking through I was like where are they they're somewhere um and, and Kyrian, right? It, it turns out they're back in Kyrian yeah. uh I like I'm it's funny actually I like I memorably don't give a shit about this in the books I'm like I don't care how far anything is from anything else but everything this world seems very close to it is I'm I, like wow they're back in Kyrian already is this like the same day like well part of it and I also think Fallen is doesn't seem that far and 
I think part of it is I think the show is playing with time in a way that we're not seeing. It, oh, yeah, because they're not signposting anything. They're not signposting anything. And there are clues that scenes are happening in different moments of time. Mm. Um, we'll see one, I think it's in the next episode is really what made me like, okay. like had that click for me. I think gotcha. that's part of it. Okay. All right. So they're walking through Kyrie and, and, uh, Moiraine is telling Rand about Lanfear. She says like, we don't know a lot, but we do know she's famous for casual cruelty, which we saw and her mastery of Teleran Riod, except she says it differently, but I can't remember how she says it. Um, it's like Teleran Riod or something like that. Uh, and, and she's like, so we can't go to sleep because she'll find us immediately. Yeah. Like sleep would be the worst. So they're back at the house. Was, was Lanfear the Forsaken of the books that had the mastery of Teleran yes. Riod, Right? It was, yeah. right? Okay. I think so. I couldn't well, remember. A couple of them are very good Because like Mogedian is good at yes. hiding in Teleran Riod. Yes. yes, yeah. So for like a second, I was like, are they going to give her some Mogedian mm-hmm. traits? But that is yeah, squashed, no. so to speak, so. later. Um, all right, so they're back at oh, you're right, they're back at Moiraine's family house, um, mm-hmm. with Anver and Barthani. Oh, her poor nephew. So I am like con- confused about Barthani's though, because we know from the books that he was a dark friend, like that happened a long time ago, but he also wasn't Moiraine's nephew at that point either. And I think he's like much younger in a different position, so I don't know if they're like, but he's related because he is a damadred. He in does. Books. But it's like, well, I but guess it's, it's not like we don't a, know the specific re- and they never the interact with each no. other. They never interact with each other. So and he's like so he's like making like sandwiches and shit. Like he seems so nice. He seems like so sweet. Cause like they come in. So he is set up, as we know, to marry the queen yes. of uh Karhian or whatever. And yeah. they show up and he's like you must come to my wedding. Yes. And Randon, which made me laugh because Rand and Moiran yes. have clearly been like, through it. They've recovered in blood and dust. Like, they smell and- like horses. You know they <laughs> smell like horses. It's like, is now the time, sir? <laughs> but okay. And then there's two things that made me laugh so hard in the scene. Uh, Moiran's look when the at the line of like, we've met. <laughs> yeah. Was great. And the like, should Less I say Anver my talking leash. about Rand? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, yeah, when she's... <laughs> the interruption of like, yes. I need to refocus this to like, should yes. I say my liege? I'm like yeah. Rosamund Pike. I'm your comedic kill- genius. <laughs> <laughs> it's true because he Barthanis is asking all these questions about Rand. Yeah, and, like Moiraine is running interference and like asking him this and that, and yes, making the like my liege. You'll make a wonderful king. It's good. Liege. It's good. That's good. <laughs> it's really good. All right, so then we're back in the White Tower. Shariam is writing, a novice is dusting, and Varen comes in. Strange interaction. So I all of this Varen stuff is super fucking weird, y'all. Like it's so strange. She is clearly picked up on something because she comes to see Shariam and she's like, So I was looking for Egwene and Nynaeve. Mm-hmm. Where are they? And Shariam's like, I don't know, probably doing tor- chores or something. Mm-hmm. And Varen's like, nope. They're also not in their rooms and, right. and all of this stuff. And my note is like, Shrine, how are you so bad at this? Right. What are you doing? What are you doing? Um, and so Shrine is like, oh, weird. Let's check the logbook. Um, and so she's like checking. It's like, oh, they went to Camelin with the, I don't know how I forgot that, but like, it's right here. They had the queen's guard with them. And she's very confused about the whole thing. So I was like, compulsion. Like, I know. Clearly compulsion. And Varen is clearly like, not by this it. is weird mm-hmm. okay let so me get you out of here yeah she's like hmm, sure i remember that book you borrowed from the library that i really want like can we go get it yeah um, so <laughs> so she lures shariam out of the library and then yasika comes in and looks in shariam's book um and like makes a whole face about it mm-hmm. um and there's a gowan name drop oh yeah wait, so then so this switches back to varin and yasika talking mm-hmm Yes. And it's like, uh, oh, they went to um, Camelin for his name day celebration, for Gowan's mm-hmm. name day celebration. However, however, there's, the writing, a, there's yes. a tremor in the handwriting. <laughs> um, and so they think like it, it must be a weave of compulsion, which mm-hmm. Yaska is like, well, that would mean yeah. not great things for the tower. Bad, bad, bad. And Varen's like, all right, we got to find the name of every Aes Sedai who has left the tower for any reason over the last few days. And of course, yes. we know that Leandrin yes. will be one of those. Mm-hmm. So Ugh. then we're back to the way gate. It's open. I'm glad we didn't spend more time in the way. I agree. It's, that would have been too much. This was a great 
scene that uh, I was you didn't like it well it's not that you didn't like it well we'll get to it anyway okay, okay. so Leandrin uh, Leandrin Leandrin is meeting the Shanshin the, pa- the crazy <laughs> palanquin is back Surath is still unveiled but she's got her full entourage there's like you know but not Ishmael white, but not Ishmael Ishmael is not there Mm-mm. um and the girls are passed out on these horses and Leandrin yeah. is so angry that Ishmael is not there <laughs> she is like where like so I have to deal with you and there's this back and forth between her and Surath over the like what people with power should do right mm-hmm. and Surath is like no this is the right way we respect the power so much mm-hmm. it's not allowed willy-nilly just by an accident of birth and Leandrin is like mm, let's see what happens mm-hmm. we'll see we'll see you know um and that was like fine whatever yeah, it's very standard mo for the dark friends to be constantly battling each other right for hierarchy like and whatever and... right exactly um, um but this is I have some issues with this here so like she channels Nynaeve's ropes open before going back into the ways just to like fuck with Surath. I guess it feels like, but like, and and she releases the shielding. She clearly releases yeah. the shields on yes. all of them. Yes. Um. And so, but like, here's my issue: Nynaeve's hands being untied does nothing. Like it adds. There's like no advantage. To the well, it lets them move. To... Does she untie everybody? I don't think so. Something happens. It's it was very fast, and maybe I need to go b- watch it. But I was just like it, like it I think feels... it was. I don't. That was like whatever to me, honestly. Like I don't really get it from the perspective it of like all it, string together. If you're me. a dark friend, are we meant to see that like you're wavering? Right. Like that or was like, a little or confusing. you're so petty that you're going to like fuck up your Ishmael Which is, schemes. which is like possibly also possible, but I think you're right. I think they're leaning more on Leandrin being like conflicted hashtag, yeah. which I don't love either. Um, it's not my favorite. What anyway. I did love, yes. like what made me love this scene was um, the moment that Elaine channels. Yes. And then Egwene has her big shit. Like, I was like, worth it for that moment because that was so cool. (laughs) Yeah. So Elaine unleashes some fireballs without using her hands, even Mm -hmm. because she's still tied up. Yeah. 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 She's still tied up. Um, and Nynaeve can't channel because she's blocked, so she yep. can't do anything. Um, so, yes. So Elaine channels the fireballs. They all get up and start running. But Egwene has that uh, great Egwene shield moment. And does a that shield stops. moment, right, because the Domine throws a fireball back. Yeah. Um, but then all of a sudden, Nynaeve and Elaine are out in the middle of nowhere, and Egwene has been captured. And this also felt too fast to me. I'm like, they got away that quick? Like, they didn't I was okay. I actually was okay with it because I was like, I don't really want to watch. I mean, that's this. fair. Like, I was okay with like they got Egwene. Like, Egwene, yes, fell and they right. get her. Right. Um, but they don't bother to get the other two. Like they. I just, was. Like, a, I they was. Ha- fine there were so it. many soldiers there who could have chased them. That doesn't. Happen. I was just fine with it. it felt I was weird. like, I don't want to watch it, so I was. Well, okay. that's fair. I just. I guess I wish that it had been, like, either don't show Nynaeve and Elaine, and show like just Egwene, you know, getting captured, and then we can like catch up with Nynaeve and Elaine later. But like to cut so quickly from what it feels like they're just on the other side of the trees, like they're barely anyway. It didn't work for me that moment, but otherwise, it, it was a good scene. It didn't matter. Like I just again, maybe again, this is that like where I was like, I get it. Like right. you're pressed for That's time. Fair. Yeah. That yeah. I feel like any any situation, honestly, any moment that they had to or they just dis- they decide to sort of like. uh Truncate him, yeah. Truncate or skim over things. I assumed it was a time issue mm. because they are You're way more familiar with the film stuff than I am. So that well, sounds it's, correct. It's also like that. I think that episode was seventy minutes. It was long. It, it was, was long. like it was like one of those episodes where I was like, "Are we? Am I still Why at episode five? And not in like a bad way, oh, but no. just in like a. Yeah. I was like surprised. They covered a lot of ground. They cover so much ground, yeah. and so like any time that they are within an episode, like this is different than right. like a- adapting and yes, like having yes, to make yes. choices, like in terms of plot narrative. But mm-hmm. something like that, I'm willing. I'll, I'm like pretty forgiving yeah, of yeah. it because I can just see the like 
stress of like mm-hmm. sitting in a room and being like, we only have, right. they're giving us this much time. Yeah. They're giving us I, this much time. What do we, what can we remove? Right. As just somebody who's like watching, it knocks yeah. me out because it rushes it. And then, mm-hmm. but like, you're right. As like a craftsperson, I totally get it. It's right. Just, like as a watcher, it knocks it's me hard. out. It's hard. It's hard because rush, it's like, but I get it. I do you get have it. to like sort of put those yeah. It it's forcing the viewer into a certain position. Yes. Yeah. But I fully blame like the yeah. people who have forced the time yes. restrictions. Right. If you had 24 episodes, you could do this like fully. differently. Yeah. yeah. You could do it differently. But you have eight you episodes. Have eight. And yeah. so you have to make that. Sa- and I would rather them sacrifice yes. a shot of people yes. running away. Yeah, no, totally. Versus than any of this other character development. Exactly. Stuff. You're totally right. You're totally right. All right, so, all right, Pellerin and Elias and Avienda are all uh, united. Um, Avienda's complimenting Wait, Elias is there? Oh, no, you're right. Sorry. Oh, I was like, I missed some notes say, but like, no, I think I meant Avienda and I just said (laughs) Elias. I just had a moment where I was like, did I entirely ignore Elias? Quickly, and that's weird. But you're right. I remember the scene now. Okay, so Parrot and Avienda are around a fire. Avienda is like complimenting his fighting. Um, and we get this full aisle culture, like we get Gito and mm-hmm. we get, you know, the dancing of the spears, and, and we find out she's searching land. for the car. And it's right, it's not the west, it's the not the waste. Land. Yes. Um, it's all good. It's, it's all, all good. And I do, I mean. Part of it is because, again, she is so compelling and engaging that it all feels interesting, even yes. though it's stuff we know. Yeah, we know, totally. But it still was like just her saying it and mm-hmm. being like, I have toe towards you, so I'm sticking with you, mm-hmm. right? All of it is just yeah. like enjoyable because the two of them are good together and mm-hmm. she's so good. Yeah. And Perrin is like, uh, I don't oh, yeah. know about this. <laughs> I don't want to date you. <laughs> and she's like, I'm not. It's not about a lover. Although like you're Although cute, if you're so, into, you know, if you're into I, it. It's I, my note here is just like, I love this Avienda. She's yes. so funny. She's yes. so sharp. Um, And she's so like, yeah, again, she has this presence about her. It's so great. Uh, so yeah, so she's like, all right, well, you know, he's like, where will you go? And she's like, I'm going with you. With so you, we going? obviously. Obviously, we're and, and then like, well, we're going to Falm. So we are getting these like everybody is going to or at yes. Falm. Yes. Um. Then we cut to a camel caravan. Yes. Which is going into this like desert city. Um. And Nynaeve and Elaine are sneaking in with them. They're like carrying stuff, and Elaine knows where they are. They're at Falm. Um, and a man notices them and I was like, is that bad and faint? Cause it was just like a quick glimpse yeah, of yeah, like yeah. a tall black man. And I was like, who is that? But it wasn't. Yeah. Um, and I love how Elaine is like, Nynaeve, can you be fucking stealthy no, for one minute? It's so good though, because we get to see Elaine sort of, she's like picking up on the politics of what's mm-hmm. going on and paying attention to her surroundings in this yes. way that she's Elaine- She's reading a room. <laughs> she's reading a room in a way that Elaine would. And Nynaeve yes. is pure, like we have to get to Egwene and she's mm-hmm. just being the Nynaeve. It's bringing in a little bit of that, like yes. frustrating parts of Nynaeve from the books, but not so aggressively no, that you're yes. like, It like makes sense for the character. Mm-hmm. She's like very single focused right we yeah. saw that in the first season when she's just like i followed you for miles like take me yep. to my friends i will kill you if you don't yep. you know like this is that again yeah um and then they both get knocked out by this fan who has yeah. spotted them and been watching them and i was like oh no, what's happening i was so stressed out. it was stressful <laughs> but it does also it is that scene i think is setting up the naive elaine frustration mm-hmm. between them because there's this moment where elaine's like we need to get new clothes obviously she means to blend in mm-hmm. and naive's like oh you want something fancy and like yes. girl Girl. Her jealousy is coming out yes. also of yeah. like Elaine and Egwene's friendship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. feelings, feelings. Uh, all right, then we're back in Tarvalin, like Tar, <laughs> Tarvalin. I was just like Tar, Tarval. No, I'm mixed. Now I'm combining both our pronunciation <laughs> and their pronunciation. <laughs> Carvalin. <laughs> uh, right. So Leandrin is coming in and immediately l- runs into Varen, who's clearly been waiting for her. This um, did make me laugh because she goes, You're incredibly long and dry history done yeah. already. <laughs> Damn, Leandrin. I know. <laughs> I know. And Varen is like, Oh, I'm hoping to meet a Gwen and Nynaeve. And Leandrin's like, Oh, yeah. Like, you should totally meet them. 
Um, <laughs> but then, you know, oh, they're not here. They're on their way to Camelin. And Landon's like, oh, you know, I heard so that sad. there was a royal envoy on the way to Camelin. Like, what if they were with them? And Varian is clearly not buying any of it. Yeah. And she's got this like bag of like special asparagus that only grows in this one place. To be like, this time. is totally why I was totally gone. where I were. And Varian's like, mm, okay, girl. Okay. I see you. I will say the, the actress who plays Leander and like sells it really well in the scene yes. like it, it's doing what she wants it to do yes and yeah. if no, it had been anyone Fleetwood, she's doing yeah. a great job good job like, I we just don't want it like, right we, just, um, we personally don't want right it. but like if she had been talking to anyone who wasn't Varen, yes. it would have worked yeah. yes but Varen is too smart for that shit exactly all right back to Kyrie and Moiraine is getting changed and like having like a real like moment it feels like um and then Anver comes in and it's like okay the horses are being saddled you know they start to talk about Rand um and Moiraine is like you know trying to bluster her way through it and Anver is like I don't think you know what you're doing like I don't think you know what you're doing this scene really worked for me in the sense of like we've needed Moiraine to be able to be vulnerable Mm. on screen for many episodes yeah and Again, because in the books, we don't get Moiraine POVs. Yeah. Um, really? No. We needed it here to, like, get some of that humanity. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, the only person who sees it is Suan. Yes. And Suan is, at this point, mm-hmm. Right. And so using her sister and having this, like, history mm-hmm. works really, really well for character stuff, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, right. So Moiraine, like, actually opens up a little bit. Is like, mm-hmm. I, you know, Rand needs protection. Like, I don't know whether I can provide it. And, like, there's so many things that can go wrong. And then Anvera is, like, very sisterly moment. Like, well, my wise big sister once told me, yeah. like, if something's making you afraid, ask yourself one simple question. Is it true? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, oh, we switched to the scene that I was like, no! What? At first I was like, so it's random. <laughs> well, okay, we should say um, when she asks, like when Anver asks Moiraine, like, and you know beyond any doubt right. that Rand needs your protection, right. Moiraine's face is like, huh. huh. And there's come some kind of revelation yes. has happened. Yes. Um. So then we cut to presumably Rand sleeping in bed and there's right. this hand like, that is petting. touching his face and I was like who's although and the ring I gotta say that yeah, ring is yeah, cool and I want good. it no totally um, it's Ishmael like, it's Ishmael and then he like snuggles up Ooh. and you're like oh what is oh that uh, moment and um, then it turns into Lanfear yeah he's like oh Lanfear like are you spying in my g- dreams again I was confused about whether like this was Ishmael's dream and that like Landfear just like popped in and had a look-see um, and like mm-hmm. decided to become the Rand character or if she like was making this. I don't know. Whatever it was, it's super gross. And she's like, I was bored. I'm waiting for Moiraine and Rand to fall asleep. <laughs> what I love about this scene is the way, at least at the top of it, when they, the way they use the, the language, because mm-hmm. Ishmael is speaking the old tongue. Yes. The whole time. And yes. Landfear is not. Well, they switch at one point. Until they, they, they yes. switch on That's the right. cheers. Yes. When they like, they they have this like conversation mm-hmm. and then they cheers and Ishmael cheers in English and Lamphere yeah. cheers in the old tongue. So it was just yeah. an interesting use of yes that because we're getting to see a little bit of the like the way the Forsaken will work together, mm-hmm. but only to a point. Yes. But also there's all of these other things happening. Right, right. And I think it's important to note that this is where we start to see Lanfear versus Celine more clearly because Lanfear in the dream Oof. world has very short hair, yeah, like, above shoulder length, um, and has like a slightely different, you know, vibe. Just um, the way every yeah. I think she's so good because there's this part. Really good. Um, well, before before in a minute they get to this line where she's like, "Aren't you worried I'll betray you?" And mm-hmm. he goes, "Will you?" And she has this massive grin and just goes obviously and mm-hmm. i was like you're you're incredible it's amazing <laughs> like natasha so good O'Keefe, that's her name natasha, natasha o'keefe is so good. outstanding as lanfear yeah and they have this whole discussion i thought there were some interesting nuggets in here like lanfear at one point is like why did you let moirene live anyway? yeah 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 and ishmael is like you know desperation makes people do more interesting things so it's like this cat and mouse like puppeteer well, sort of and she he says like that 
wasn't that how it was for you? Right. Yes. To, to Lanfear about why yes. she took the oaths to the yes. dark. Yes. Um, and then we get this rundown. Oh, because he's like, don't you ever wonder like why it's me? And she's like, well, because everybody else is an idiot. She like does a rundown. The of line about <laughs> it's the it's uh, Mogedian is like this. Grendel is like this. And then she goes and the boys couldn't execute a plan, even if they were under compulsion. <laughs> great and Ishmael Lanvier's like, roast of the Forsaken I know, it's fantastic <laughs> but yeah Ishmael's like no it's because I want to stop the wheel itself like I actually understand the vision um and then they get into like comparing Rand mm -hmm. to Luce Theron Ishmael asks or no Lian Lanfear, too many names I know about the girls and Ishmael is like well one craves power and one fears it um and then Ugh. I the boys it actually goes against my theory in the last episode about what Ishmael was doing with parents so now I don't know what to think well because he goes so yeah this is but this is what I yes, thought and yes. didn't make sense yeah um I'm mad about the Matt line because it's yes. like well Matt was born mine no yeah. what no. why no. no I know why incorrect yeah uh the Matt stuff is the one line the one so I just don't get it I don't mm -hmm. understand I know I had my theories but I still just I don't really agree and I don't fully yeah. I don't love it. And then Perrin, Perrin will soon be more wolf than man, which is what I was right, saying. And I right. don't fully also don't get. No, it doesn't make sense to me. Because like, again, Elias is clearly not a dark friend. So like, why does... is it just to like lose? Is it that there's a danger that he will fully lose himself? That's perhaps? That might be it. That might which, be it. Which, okay, that does track though. Okay. Because like, remember um, where there was always this like, be careful when you're in the wolf dream. Mm. Yeah. to not go too far right, right. or we won't be able to get you back. Yes. So there's, there's, yeah, there's precedent. Well, and in the books, they do have that encounter with the first man that Perrin frees from a cage, which is the wolf guy who's like sort of right. lost right. his humanity. Yeah. So there's like, that. So there's that. So, yeah, but again, it's not in the show, though. We don't know why in the show. We but like the, have book explanation for why. But I think the book explanation allows for this to yeah. exist in the show. Yeah, totally. Uh, it's really just the Matt stuff. Yeah, but, um, it's the Matt. Mm, yeah, no, totally. I don't get it. Uh, right. So Ishmael wakes up. He's being summoned to talk to Turok. Oh, well, wait, it's oh. I do want to say that, like, the reason they're this is explicit. The reason they're going after the friends now is to mm. break Rand. Yes. Yes. Period. Right. Like they're getting not... them all to farm to like fuck him up. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Uh, right. So then he gets summoned to talk to Turok. Um, mm -hmm. He wants to know where he's from. He's like, who are you? You came out of nowhere. You're very influential now. Like you were the one who first saw the omens. This Ishmael is the reason. Right. For the return of the sunshine. And he's like, down. he's like, no, no, only the empress and her daughters can but... see the omens. But like, yeah, clearly, <laughs> clearly. And I love this choice, actually. I yes. love this. choice. It feels so agreed. Correct. Agreed. Like, I'm like now retconning it in the books that like this is like actually maybe like, that is what, what I don't I don't maybe we find that out. We don't know because I don't we remember. Don't but yeah, um, it's but it's super, a good, it's a good, good choice. Good choice. Uh, so yeah, so Turok is like, well, you brought me the Horn of Valir. Like, I will grant you one favor. And Ishmael is like, I don't need any favors other than that, like, Hi Lady Sareth has a gift for you. Like, I hope you'll receive it. Whoa. Which, again, we know is the girls. Uh, well, we know it's Egwene it's at Egwene this point. Now. It was supposed to be all three of the girls. Well, two of the girls plus mm -hmm. Elaine, but... So then um, we're back to Nynaeve, who wakes up in a bed yep. um, and is looking around frantically. Elaine is next to her. And yes, this is the woman who I kept being like, who are you? <laughs> who are you? Oh, Raima. Raima Sedai. Raima so, yes, Sedai. Raima and her uh, warder, Basan, who's the man who knocked them out, come mm -hmm. in. She's yellow Aja. And like, they're like, your descriptions are everywhere. You know, like we like Basan spotted. You're lucky he spotted you first. You know, yeah. do you have any idea what the Shanshan can do to women who channel? And then cut. <gasps> so Surat is giving Egwene to Turok, and she Egwene has this like shiny male veil, mm -hmm. like a uh, like chain mail veil yeah. over her head, and it's super creepy and weird. And like I knew it was going to be hard to watch, yeah. but like I will say. The way they visualize the collar, yes. it was like really 
cool, like a, a really cool visualization choice. I'm a little confused about it. I will say like, I have no problem with the collar. Like I didn't realize they were wearing, like, I was like, oh, they have no collars, but like, no, but it's, it's like this breastplate, like, yeah, yeah. Thing that has a collar also, um, which like fine, totally. And then they have mm-hmm. these like cuff bracelets, like full yeah. cuff, like almost armor cuffs that, but then there's this chain that's like kind of connected, but kind of not. And like she hooks it to the back of a weight, but she doesn't attach it to her glove. Like I don't understand the function I of the think chain. The chain to me is a visual represent a deliberate visual representation of the chaining mm. to because everything the Sanchan do is psychological sure. uh torture and yes, warfare. Yes, yes. And so to me, the chain made sense in that respect of like we need them. They need to not only feel it, they need to see it. Yeah. They need to see the connection because but it's not Rana, even attached to the she doesn't attach but it could it to be the, right i guess that's true the it second she wants to it yeah, is that's right? right that's right so yes so yeah that's so we see the actual coloring it is very intense um and rough to watch the only other thing about this scene is like i is how deeply like as much as i know it's rand who's gonna kill turok in their fight i mm. want it to be Egwene. <laughs> i want it to be Egwene. i want Egwene to kill all of them yeah fair <laughs> i don't disagree can't disagree with that all right so we're back to rand and barthanes who are playing cards um <laughs> and rand is like trying so hard to stay awake and moirene appears and rand's like oh is it time to go and she's like no we're staying what yep what change of plans mm-hmm. so yeah they start talking she takes him to this room with a bed and she's like so let's talk about Lanfear. like what does she want like she could have yeah. hurt you at any time and rand says like if you'd asked me a few days ago i'd say she wanted to be with me and he sort of is like i think there is a part of her that does want this mm-hmm. and moiraine is like well we all know that Lanfear turned to the dark after lose there and broke his heart broke her heart which i was like Again, this sort of like it's like Miss Andrew, like simplified Miss Andrew thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, love it. I don't love it. And I just, uh, I just feels like such an oversimplification. Um, but yeah. anyway, that's what that's the reason Moiraine thinks that we that Lanfear turned to the dark. Um, and so Moiraine is like, I want you to go to sleep and f- go interact with her and find out what she wants. And he's like, You want me to go? Talk, talk to, to one of the what? like you just killed her trying to I, kill her <laughs> i will say moiraine does say like she's like seriously it is yes. your choice like this i genuinely this choice. time it is a hundred percent your choice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is the part that made me laugh okay so she says she'll stay with him and wake him up if he's being hurt he falls right to sleep mm-hmm. and then he wakes up strapped to this wheel in the desert and like land fear is like all decked out in this like dog i loved it on a throne on a cliff i could not stop laughing i loved it oh so extra it i was, was like this so is amazing extra. but it's so land fear uh, oh it killed me it felt um, it felt very land fear i don't disagree it was just i just laughed really hard because it was so extra um <laughs> and this also was in the teaser clip that i was like who yes. the fuck straps ran to a wheel in the land fear like, it's land fear <laughs> makes sense <laughs> and that's the end of that episode yep uh so whoo yeah lots, lot. lots that's a lot that, that, a lot um a big thank you to brian dunn our fellow wheel of time fan and musician who created the amazing intro and outro tracks for this podcast you can find more of his work at briandunmusic.net that's brian with a y and done with two n's and if you're enjoying the show, please, pretty please, leave us a review and or rating on really anywhere. Um, it does help other folks find the show. We also just really like it. Let's uh, see. Yeah. Social. Go. Social. <laughs> you can find us on it. I am on Blue Sky and Tumblr as Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L. And I'm on Instagram as I am Jen IRL. And I'm on the SFF yeah, podcast uh, over at Book Riot talking science fiction fantasy with Sharifa Williams. Um, I am on all things at Run With Skizzers, including Blue Sky these days, uh, S-K-I-Z-Z-E-R-S. You can also find me on the Women of Marvel podcast alongside Ellie Pyle for a season. Hopefully more. We'll see. Um, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. And uh, yeah, uh, you can also find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Tarvalin or Bust. 
dollar gets you access to our Discord. Um, thank you, as always, to our Patreon supporters, who at the time of this recording are... Sidant. Molly B. Joanne. N.T. Jennifer P. Anastasia L. Jessica D. Laura M. Brandon. Spencer. Jarvis. Jonathan. Bruce L. Benjamin A. The Bitter Fig. Nate M. Joanna S. James C. Druidus Cleodna. Ross J. Stevani. Joseph E. Johanna R. Christina M. Lizzie R. Kate G. Erica. Ariel. Holly B. Elizabeth M. Ryan M. Zach H. Eleanor. Justin H. Fred. Robin. Lisa D. Jordan Z. Greg G. Saga N. Josh S. Robert J. Ben P. G. Todd. P. Footy. Ross P. Tobin T. Megan. David N. Ariel B. Amy A. Michael. Linnea M. Lindsay W. Julie. Danielle G. Dan B. John A. Clara H. Carly. Brendan O. Mary. Caroline P. Joe E. James K. Mathis. Joseph S. Ryan M. Sarah R. Helen D. Joshua M. Michael D. M. Lethem. Janae H. Jennifer P. Christina G. Chaitali S. Charlie E. Arcade. Stephen S. James. Ruth A. Jetlag Jessica. Mandarb the girl, not the horse. David U. Meridim. Mimi K. Amanda. Heather J. Christina M. Malia H. Keith. Sirius G. Olivia K. Joshua S. Nicholas E. Michelle S. Michelle D. Destination Toast. MJ. Kat S. Jericho W. Thomas K. Elizabeth F. Emily. Evans K. Ola J. Yulia S. Brian D. This episode is not the ending. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the Wheel of Time. But it is an ending. Bye!